Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Hi. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> We're always glad. Thanks for joining so us. So happy. <laughs> um, guys, I just want to start off, and uh, I know I'm shouting, sorry. Um so I already talked to Katie about this, but it's pretty exciting. I recorded today, or it's not recorded. I was you oh, filmed? Was filmed Perhaps. is that the word? Yes. I don't know why that sounds so archaic to me. Is it filmed? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> it was for my company, and you had to discuss your hobby. And you guys, I gave a shout out to our podcast. So my hobby was. <laughs> podcasting and I had to like do like I was recorded and like film doing like holding a mic and talking about it and it was so natural like as soon as the mic dropped I was like welcome to not so Molly Mormon podcast this is Sarah like it was instant and so natural and amazing and uh yeah we talked I talked to a lot of people about our podcast so that's great Sarah's a superstar No, but it was, like, cool to, again, like, hear people's reactions to to learning about it for the first time. And especially in Europe, no one is religious. So it's not just this level of talking about religion. It's, like, I also have to explain, like, Christianity and Mormonism. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just, like, their minds are blown and the reactions are golden. (laughs) They're always just, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then you left when you're in Berlin. How crazy. Because Berlin's, like the city of sin and like, you know, mm-hmm. pleasure. And it's, it's the opposite side of the pendulum from Mormonism. And I was like, yeah, tell me about it. Like, <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, it was yeah. cool. It was great. I think and that's it's really interesting. We've touched on it before, but it's always so interesting how we have gotten used to the terms and the things about the Mormon church. And then you say them to someone who's never been Mormon and especially never religious and they're just like wait hold up what because <laughs> exactly. we, we're just used to it <laughs> yeah yeah it was amazing and just like so today the um, hair and makeup woman she I was explaining to her and my German is pretty shit and her English wasn't the best so it was like kind of a struggle to communicate but then once she finally did understand and I was clear enough um she was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then her wording was brilliant. It was it's it's like you're you're taking down um, the church. Like it wasn't exactly what she said. but She said, oh, it's like you're demonstrating because oh. in Germany, or especially in Berlin, there are a lot of like what we would call protests. But here it's it's demonstration. So a lot of times city like streets will be blocked because of it. And so she was like, it's like you and your friend are demonstrating, like you're, you're protesting. And I was like, yeah, that's so powerful. Yes. That is what we're doing. And I, I forget that sometimes, but I've yeah, never really I, I like, looked at it that way, but I love that. I love that analogy. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? It was, it was really powerful. It was kind of like, oh yeah, we do, we do have a point and a purpose. And like our community is to help people. Like it's not just us like bashing the Mormon church is creating this space that people feel free and they're able to talk about these awful experiences that have happened to them and sometimes positive experiences for the Mormon church. Like I, Katie and I don't, you know, dismiss those experiences as well or those values. 
Um, but it's also a point of creating the space where people can come and talk about their experiences and also tell the truth, you know, shed some yeah. light on fucked up stuff in the Mormon church. Seriously. And, you know, on that note, I wanted to, I know we say thank you all the time, so I hope it doesn't sound redundant to you guys, but we really are so grateful when, when, well, when you support us in any ways, but when you write to us and tell us things about how the podcast has helped you because that was our goal from the beginning was to help people feel validated because when we have some trolls and haters that tell us that, you know, we're not doing anything good. Like we're just wasting our time. So when it, we, when we realize that people actually are benefiting from this, it makes our day, it makes our, our week, our month. It just makes us so happy. And that's why we continue to do it. Honestly. Exactly. Well said. I mean, And again, I know we say this every episode, but just to reiterate, like we really do appreciate and support every, we appreciate your support in any way, whether that's Patreon or liking our stuff or commenting or sharing or, you know, reviewing us and rating us, all that stuff. It's really helpful. And it's something that we really appreciate as well as the stories you send in personally, even if it's you know, your personal story that you feel like you can trust us enough to share, Mm -hmm. or it's, you know, a message just saying how much the community and this podcast has helped you. For Katie and me, like that, that's really powerful. And that's for us like a reminder of, okay, yeah, this is why we do it. It's a lot of effort. And it's a lot of time, but we love doing it because it's we can see these, this, these changes happening, right? Right. And we can see that we're making some type of positive impact, I hope. But again, keep in mind that that's all to say that if we're slow to responding, we're (laughs) sorry. It's just the two of us. And we read the the messages and we get super excited. And then we have to do work and other stuff. So we will get back to you. But just be patient with us and (laughs) know that we do appreciate it. It's not like we just ignore them or we read it and we're like, oh, what a lame story. That's not the case (laughs) at all. No way. Um, So don't think that. Yeah. So going to the topic, which is why I brought up the whole I was filming today was because one of the things so the director was like, okay, so think about your podcast and think about what you and your co-hosts are going to be talking about in the next episode. And I was like, well, actually (laughs) we're (laughs) recording today. And he was like, okay, so you know how directors, well, I don't, I didn't know how directors were until this experience, but you know, they're very much like, you know, trying to get you to, to be in the moment and really act. And, you know, like they try to create these environments. So he's like, close your eyes. Imagine you're sitting on the couch and you're, you know, you and your friend are about to start this podcast. And now tell us, open your eyes and tell us what the episode is on. And are you guys ready? I'm ready. I opened my eyes and I was like, personal revelation. Uh-huh. Into a room full of non-Mormons and non-religious people. It was dead silence. And then like a roar of laughter of like, what in the fuck is she on about? so I'm like trying to explain with my eyes closed because I like try to open them and the director's like keep them close I'm like oh okay so personal revelation it's only like really in Mormon religion 
question. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, uh, uh. <laughs> and it was just so awkward and all, everyone's laughing. I'm like, anyways, it's just about God talking to people. That's all I know. Like, Celestial Jesus tells you stuff. He helps you find your car keys sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so that is our topic awesome. today, listeners, is on personal revelation. And Katie and I was pretty, I, I like our approach that we did this week. It was we both picked a topic that we were somehow passionate about. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're passionate about all the topics, but right. something that resonated with us this week. And so I thought it was pretty cool. And for me, it was personal revelation because I've been thinking a lot and having to explain to people like today a lot about growing up in the Mormon church and explaining that my entire life was based on this church, meaning that every choice I made was a direct result from the church. So I never made a choice on my own. I never, you know, just spontaneously did something. It was always, you got to pray about it. You got to ponder, you got to read the scriptures, you got to get personal revelation that confirms that you made the right decision. Then you have to actually, you know, put faith in, in works and like go out and do it and, you know, trust in God and blah, 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 blah. And then it's like this confirmation when things work out that like you made the right choice. And if they don't work out, then it's like, well, you didn't make the right choice. You didn't. Yeah, what did what did you do wrong? It was uh, you doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. So it's just this weird thing when I think about it now, like how my life has unfolded based on personal revelation compared to the last two and a half, three years where I don't practice that anymore. And it's incredible to see how my life has turned out and to know that I made those choices. Like mm-hmm. it was me and not anyone else that was influencing me or a religion that was or this, you know, personal revelation. It was me making decisions from my brain and heart. Like those two yeah. things, not yeah. this mysterious Holy Ghost hanging out, whispering to me like, girl, you got to choose the, the option on the right, not the left, the right, the right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's insane. Um, So Katie and I were chatting mm-hmm. and I'm going to read you guys entries from my journal. <laughs> <laughs> and this is not a fake reaction. She had this reaction before we started recording when I told her because I kind of dropped it casually yeah I squealed I was like I have been waiting for the day when Sarah brings out her Mormon journals like (laughs) I have been in anticipation for this for so long (laughs) and you guys these are like I have um let's see like three here in Berlin but I have at my parents house like my god I probably have like at least eight maybe if not more like I because I'm I don't say that I'm a writer but I like to write and I've always you know I wrote a lot growing up and even as a small kid so I was like oh my god journal yay I love writing um but they're absolutely ridiculous and they make me cringe so much reading them I love this. You know, I when I was growing up, because I think it is quite a Mormon thing to journal. You're taught to write in your journal every day. So I had yeah. I had journals when I was growing up, and I haven't. I 
I I will write sometimes here and there now, but that is something that I liked about Mormonism was that they taught you how to keep a journal. But what I didn't like when I look back at my childhood journals is a lot of it was centered around the church and not really about my personal growth or feelings or things. I mean, there was some of that thrown in there, right? But a lot of it was based on like, what you've been learning in church or what you've been doing in the ward versus like what's happening with your family. So, but that is something like, I think a a positive you could say about the church is they teach you to keep journals. Exactly. And, and exactly what you're saying. Like, I think that's a positive, but yeah, the whole, I always remember writing in my journal. I, I would never just write about how I was feeling or be honest. It was a lot, like maybe honest, there were moments, yeah. it was like mm-hmm. speckled with honesty. And then the rest was just me being like, oh, I need to be righteous. So let me write about my testimony or something, something church related every single entry to right. show that I'm a righteous woman. Or you know? if maybe something bad happened, you, or you're struggling with something, you kind of have to brush it off and then write like, oh, well, it'll be okay because I have faith and I prayed, blah, 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 and I know this. Like, instead of really sitting there in your feelings and journaling them out, it was more of like, well, turn it off, brush it off. Here's what I believe in church-wise. So, Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, so um, I'm just going to start with before I went to Germany. So... Maybe a different episode we can go into all of the life choices I've ever made based on personal revelation, which were a lot before the yeah. age of 24. <laughs> um, but at 24 is when I decided to move to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that's crazy. It has been seven years. That fucking that's blows crazy. my mind that I have been living here for seven years. That's insane. Um, anyways, so this is my first entry. So... To put in um, context, I moved to Berlin September 2012. Okay. And I applied to the university May 2012, and it was like the day before the deadline. So I had to wait a few months before I found – I think they told me in August I was accepted into my program. Mm -hmm. Um, So this this journal entry is June 21st, 2012. Okay. And the title is, <laughs> because I was such a nerd, you guys, I used to study like Spanish and I was fluent in Spanish. I'm not anymore. Sorry. It's it's so embarrassing. But I was like a, that nerdy, obnoxious, like Mormon that was always like, I'm going to go out with the missionaries and only teach like Spanish speaking members <laughs> because the Lord has blessed me with the gift of tongues and I can speak Spanish really well. So. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. So... The title this this passage is El Templo. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh my god, I love it already. It is. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a screenshot of this and uh, put it on our story. Oh. Um, okay. So here I here I go. I'm currently sitting in the temple. I love the temple. <laughs> the peace and comfort I feel can't be found anywhere else. I had an awful day today. Work was so frustrating and everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It just made me think about my current situation in life and how frustrated I am. I want to make a decision because it's what I want to do. 
or what Heavenly Father wants me to do. Oh, I want to use my degree and teach at a college, but I'm just so frustrated with everything. I sat in my car at lunch and cried. Oh, I emailed baby. a friend. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh. I, <laughs> I emailed a friend, and he helped me so much, which this friend of mine, as a side note, is a Mormon, met him at BYU. I thought I was going to marry him and be, like, his eternal companion. So (laughs) this is, like, me trying to, like, passively throw that in here in case we did end up getting together. And then I could be like, oh, my God, God inspired me. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Okay. I really need to hear what he said. So grateful for him and for him being in tune with the spirit. Oh, God. Oh, it's hurting me. It's so bad. Oh, God. Okay. Now I'm at the temple and I'm at peace. I haven't received a direct answer to my situation, but I've received instruction to how I can receive revelation. I need to be striving to live a more worthy life with less room to sin. When I'm doing that, then I will receive spiritual guidance. Love, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, baby Sarah. Oh, sweet honey buns. Oh, no. Guys, that was me. That is just such proof of, like, we've we've said this over and over, but you've said before, like, how you felt uncomfortable in the temple or you weren't getting answers to prayers, and you honestly did feel like it was your fault. You were doing something or sinning or whatever, preventing from these things, feeling holier, you receiving revelation from God. And that's proof of it right there. You wrote it down in the temple in your journal. It's (sighs) so ridiculous, guys. So then this is the next one, July 1st, 2012. (laughs) My caption is, (laughs) (laughs) happy Sabbath, exclamation point. No. You're my favorite. Yes. Oh. oh, man. This one gets so good, too. Okay. So after listening to the testimony meeting and lessons in church, I've decided on three things. <laughs> Number one, the church is true! Exclamation point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to hold it in. <laughs> God, okay. Heavenly Father knows me and individual knows me individually and loves me. Oh. Number two, temple work is such a blessing! Exclamation point. I'm oh. so grateful. Underlined that I've been able to see the temple work done for my family. Oh. Number three, <laughs> I've made a decision. I'm going to the University of Berlin, which is not even the name of it, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to the University of Berlin if I'm accepted and, and I underline, and if Heavenly Father approves. I'm going to pray and see if that's the right decision for me and swallow my pride. Love, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, so it's already, okay, so you're already setting yourself up for <laughs> confirmation bias, right? You're like, okay, this is what I've decided. Now, if Heavenly Father is going to confirm this, if I get warm, fuzzy feelings, it's not a feeling, it's a personal revelation, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man, it's oh. so awful. Um, I just this is another one stop me at any time when you want because I know you have some some things that you've highlighted about personal revelation oh no no I'm I'm good I want you to just keep on going (laughs) okay so I have um this one is a sacrament meeting July 29th so we have like a month in between I wasn't really good about my journal keeping it was a month okay damn So it was in sacrament meeting, which I remember writing this stuff down more so because I wanted to impress the guys at church. Like, oh, my God, I'm like, we're taking notes during sacrament meeting. And I'm so righteous. Look at me. Look at me. Um, So this one's based on Elder Holland's talk called Cast Not Away Your Confidences. Have you read that one? Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, so I go in immediately, and I'm like, literally 15 minutes before this talk, I was thinking about going to Germany. I was having huge doubts because I'm terrified of going. But then this person, I won't say their name, gives this talk by first starting out with when we make our decisions, then we have to have faith and not fear. We must keep fighting Satan and continue to trust in God. Satan can, and I put in all caps and underline, Always be defeated by the glories of God. Remember. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm such a self-righteous twat. I can't even like. This is making me love you on a level that I didn't think I could reach. I'm sorry, listeners, that I'm laughing so much. If you have your earbuds in, it's probably annoying, but I can't help myself. This is how much I love you and our listeners that I'm showing this ridiculous side of me. It's so oh, you're the best. Oh. oh, my God. Okay. So I go on and I say, remember the real, in all caps, spiritual moments in life, even when you're scared and confused. Put your trust in the Lord and that we really receive that revelation. And then I do a little side note for myself. Don't forget <laughs> the miracles that's already gotten you here. Miracles I received when I came to Utah the second time. The Lord has given me so many miracles and he has so many more in store for us if we just push through and stay strong. Don't give us, don't give up when pressures are strong. The Lord is waiting to bless you. If it feels right when we pray, then the Lord will give us confidence. Oh my God. Well, you said it there. It's the feeling. Oh (laughs) my God feels right that must be God (laughs) it must be God like it has to be oh lord oh my god I'm gonna skip this one okay no keep going I was just gonna say I'm gonna skip this one because this is like in August and it deals with my mother so just in case she ever in the future listens to this which I hope to do baby Jesus she doesn't but um okay (laughs) 
You know, something that I just thought of that I, growing up, I always thought that personal revelation was something that like all churches taught because I didn't realize that it was such just a Mormon thing, right? Like it's, it's so crazy to me, but yeah, researching it just a little bit, I was like, oh yeah, no other church like really believes this. They believe that you follow the Bible and you follow Jesus and that's, you know, you pray and you're you're golden, but Mormons are like, well, you got to do all this, this, this. You got to receive personal revelation from God, but the revelation has to match what we teach you or else it's not really revelation. So if you claim you get revelation to do something that we say is wrong, it's not really right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like they give you this fake power to like pray and get revelation for yourself. But if that revelation contradicts what they've taught you, then it's no good. So it was just like an interesting concept to me where I was like, oh, I just thought that everyone did this. But I'm like, oh, no, this is a Mormon thing. (laughs) It's a total Mormon thing. And I think it goes back to that, what we talked about multiple times, that sense of arrogance, because I was always like, well, this church is the only true church and I get personal revelation and people who aren't in this church, they don't. So. Yeah, when it's like they, they could claim that they pray and they claim that they feel like their church is right. But you're like, no, that's not real personal revelation. Mine was real. So even though we're feeling the same feelings, exactly. mine is real. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and always this like, well, in the Mormon church, you feel the spirit. But y'all, that's a load of bullshit. You do feel something, but since I've left, I have that feeling oh, a yeah. lot. Like if I yeah. watch something that's really touching or, um, you know, helping someone like an old lady cross the street or helping just being kind to people, I get that feeling. Like it's right. not only like the church hasn't like they don't have a patent or monopoly on <laughs> how you feel. Right. Uh, you know? Yeah, they use those feelings as saying, like, that's the Holy Spirit, and yeah, yeah. that's why ours is true. They use that when they say, you know, you can refute everything about the Book of Mormon, tell them that the Book of Mormon is historically inaccurate in every single way, and they're like, well, did you pray about it and feel good? But they don't say it that way. They say, you feel nice, that that's the Spirit revealing personally to you that it's true. And that's how that's basically what it all stands on is like, well, I feel it. So therefore it's true. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of Lord. All right. August 9th, 2012. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a, I don't have a caption for this one. Sorry guys. I got lazy. (laughs) I know. It's unfortunate. After work, I went to the Provo temple. (laughs) Oh, wow, the church is true. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote, wow. <laughs> Guys, this is so bad. Oh, it's so oh. amazing. Okay. And I remember always writing, uh, when I would write about the temple, it was always bullshit. I remember like writing what I thought I was supposed to write because I never felt mm-hmm. any of this stuff. Right, but I was just like, but in, you're supposed to. Yeah, you've told us in previous episodes how you felt like anxi- anxiety to the level of like panic attacks in the temple yeah. and never really actually followed it or believed it wholeheartedly. Yet you thought, okay, well, if I pray, pray or journal or whatever in the way I'm supposed to, maybe it'll make sense to me or maybe these anxious feelings will leave 
eventually. So there had to be like some air of kind of fakeness about it because you're like almost willing it to be true, I guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Faking it till you make it. That's a hundred percent what I was it. doing. Yep. Yep. And that's what you'll see. So then so then I go on and say, I feel the spirit so strong here. I feel the spirit all around me and I know, underlined, my heavenly father knows me and loves me. I know my savior lives and loves me too. As I was being baptized, the names were from Hungary, which I misspelled, by the way. Um, <laughs> Did you spell that, it like hungry, like you're hungry? Yeah, I just left out the A. So that's I cool. love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the spirit touched me, and I know I'm to be a missionary in Germany. <laughs> <gasps> Uh, I have to be a great example and missionary unto my family and also unto those people I'm going to meet in Germany. Did you say unto those people? Yes. Oh! yes. I'm like speaking Bible here. Like what in the fuck? Unto those people of Germanic Aren't descent. I shall be their their savior missionary. <laughs> But literally, that's what I think I am. I think I'm this, like, savior to the German people as if they're, oh, man, I can't. Then I go on. I give myself, like, little bullet points. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so on topic, guys. This is, this is like, revelation that I'm getting <laughs> we're just we're talking about. Revealing it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Heavenly Father knew that I was going to be talking about personal revelation on the podcast and inspired me to get the my journals down. And the very first entry was about personal revelation. Oh, my God. Thank you, Elohim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so the first bullet point. If you want revelation, then do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of homework? I don't know. Oh, wait, it goes on. I think the homework means this. Living healthy, a healthy life and getting sleep. <laughs> well, okay. okay. I, I can get on board with that, but uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> then I go on to say, feeling of peace, happiness, and calm. When you live righteously, then we will, I love underlining, always be prompted as to what to do. Why am I so proper? As to do what to do. As to um, what to do. <laughs> revelation about how to live your life according to God's will for you. Don't underestimate the importance of receiving personal revelation. Bring our will to be aligned with Heavenly Father's will and plan for us. <gasps> yeah. That yeah. is so, so, so perfect. Like right there, you were saying yeah. it's not really about what you want. It's about what the heavenly father which is the church wants and then you get confirmation from the church that that's right and then you're like oh it must be god oh my god that's so perfect exactly isn't that (laughs) creepy you guys it's so creepy wow okay sometimes god is waiting on us to decide and then he'll confirm it unto us me using unto again you're my favorite for using (laughs) unto I need to work unto into the title of this episode somehow. 
personal revelation unto us all. <laughs> Lord, okay. The Lord gives us passions for a reason. We can explore passions and interests that is unique in how we spread the gospel. Not sexual yeah, passions. Mm-mm. Yeah, but not your sexual. <laughs> Nothing like that. No. And then I even give an example. <laughs> so oh, stupid. Bullet point, EX, colon. My passion and love for traveling, especially Europe. That's oh. that's why Heavenly Father sent me to Europe, because he was using my passions <laughs> to will to me, to do his will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's the end of that entry. So. Oh, that was great. That was great and unto us all. Unto us all. <laughs> unto us all. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. I can't. I just, oh my God. You know what I, I just thought of? What? How they call the like personal revelation. So in Mormonism, you guys, if you don't know, there's like, I guess in other Christian religions, they might call it like the Holy Spirit or God, but uh, <laughs> the Mormon church calls it the Holy Ghost. And then they use this term called the still small voice. and if you're quiet enough and righteous enough and pay your tithing enough you might hear little whispering promptings from the holy spirit telling you what to do with your life and i say if that's happening to you you need to go see someone that you might need medication because that's that's where horror films begin my friend exactly exactly (laughs) such a good point (laughs) <laughs> oh, guys, okay, so for for time's sake, I will read two more, which I think perfectly sum up this this episode. Although, don't you worry, I have a whole, this is a thick journal, and I have two of these with me oh. in Germany, and then like partial, I have two others that weren't completely filled out. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're in for some treats, I do have to say. And hmm. um, so this is September 22nd, 2012. So I'm still okay. in the States, but I'm about to leave for Germany. Today we went to the my home ward and Brother Blank gave me a blessing. This is what the blessing said. You guys ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Heavenly Father loves me and my family. He will rebuke Satan from me so that I am no longer stressing about anything. (laughs) What does that even mean? So you're stressed because of Satan? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I guess Satan causes stress. I don't know. (laughs) I will be given the gift of tongues to know the language. Uh, bullshit, <laughs> Heavenly Father. I've been here for seven years and my ass still don't know German. So I just love the phrase gift of tongues. Like now that I'm not religious to me, it just reminds me of like oral sex now. Exactly. <laughs> I wish Heavenly Father blessed me with that seven years so ago. Give me that gift of tongues. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then this one. This is the one that I talk about so often. Oh, man. Especially in relation to tithing, you know, where it's always like, if you pay your tithing, you will be blessed and you, the Lord will provide a way for you. 
this is an example of utter bullshit. It's just about basically white privilege and being privileged in general. Like, it's not like you got blessed if you were someone who was struggling financially from a low income situation. If you paid your tithing, generally you might, you know, get help from the church, but it's not enough to replace the money you've paid in. Yeah. And but if you're like, you know, a privileged person or especially if you're white growing up in a certain area, if you pay tithing and you're struggling, your parents can bail you out or a family member or a friend or you get a credit card or get whatever, you know, like it's not like a blessing from God. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's the situation that says uh, you will be blessed to have sufficient funds and to find an adequate place to live. Y'all oh might ask not have money for like the first year. And y'all know how I got by. I paid my tithing, but it's because my gracious mother helped me. Mm-hmm. It didn't have anything to do with anything else. Like, <clears throat> uh, Yeah. Where was that money bundle coming from? Celestial Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh, and just what you're talking about. Always have the Holy Ghost to guide me. Oh, God. <laughs> I will be well and safe and have a mind at ease and at rest. I will be healed from all illnesses before heading over and I will return home safely. Again, I didn't return home after two years and I was still a Mormon then. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Help with any problems now and then will all be worked out. Family and loved ones will be looked after and will prosper as I go. This I will be like a missionary. Um, And then it's like, this is like a missionary prayer. And then that's the end of the blessing. And then I go on to to decipher it myself. (laughs) Again, I'm using my favorite word. Wow, the church is true. (laughs) I love how you open like so many of your paragraphs with that. Hashtag I'm a writer. (laughs) Wow. The church is true. (laughs) So bad. Okay. I told Brother Blank. Oh, sorry. All I told Brother Blank was that I (laughs) was that I had a bless like I needed to have a blessing before I go to Germany. He had Underline, no idea that I was stressed or worried about how I was going to pay, find an apartment, or if it was the right decision. Well, who the hell wouldn't be worried about that? (laughs) Exactly. Unless you're, like, ridiculously loaded and you just have, like, a ton of money. Like, of course you're going to be worried about that. And then I say, "Um, Brother Blank, address those things. All of them! Exclamation point. He wasn't talking to me, but Heavenly Father was talking to me. <gasps> you wrote that? I wrote that. Yeah. Oh. oh. Isn't that oh. crazy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Make cringe. And then I say again, I know the church is true. I know the priesthood has been restored and everything is real. I love this gospel explanation point. I know Heavenly Father knows me and loves me. Love, Sarah. (laughs) Oh, little baby Sarah. I just, oh, so sweet. I'm just like, I want to go back and be like, no, you don't, like, no. 
Little baby Sarah was so innocent and sweet and just wanted some Mormon D, and I could never get it. And I was so righteous. You were so righteous, but I'm glad Such that didn't Molly happen. Such Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one, you guys. <clears throat> so, this is September 29th, 2012. So, three days after this miraculous blessing I received. Oh, God. Tells me everything about my life in a non-vague way. <laughs> it was not vague at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Okay. I'm currently sitting in a park in Berlin near Gartenstrasse Street, which I didn't do right because Strasse means street. So I just repeated Garten Street Street. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful here in Berlin. I've never been more overwhelmed or scared in my life with such a huge decision I've made, but I am so grateful I did it. Heavenly Father has been watching over me this entire time. There hasn't been a moment when he hasn't been there for me. This whole experience has humbled me even more, and I didn't think that was possible. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That line is so perfect it's like you're bragging about how humble you were (laughs) Sarah you as a Mormon is so freaking funny (laughs) oh my god that's so good oh that's so good okay (laughs) oh man Okay, I honestly don't know where I'd be in life without the knowledge of the gospel. Well, I'd be a hell of a lot happier if I didn't have the knowledge of the gospel, but baby Sarah didn't know that. (laughs) Here we go. I couldn't imagine making this decision and doing this without the knowledge of the gospel and knowing that Heavenly Father knows me and loves me. Such a great blessing, exclamation point. (laughs) I I still don't have an apartment yet. But at least I have help and new roommates. I've met so many amazing people in her in Berlin. They've welcomed me with wide open arms and have been so kind and helpful. I can't wait to meet more people and for the experiences I'll have. I know I will have low points on this journey, but that's what happens in life. However, I have so much comfort in knowing Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are there for me every, which is underlined, step of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the best part. This is the best part. This okay. is the real, the real Sarah coming out. P.S. Side note. Last night, I met a super hot, cute Mormon German guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. amazing thank you for for pulling those out because that was oh I I have tears that was so good I'm feeling the spirit that's what it is I'm feeling the spirit you're filled you're filled with the spirit and you're having a personal revelation right now and it's okay Katie embrace it because know that heavenly father loves you and knows you and wow the church is true (laughs) 
never gonna stop being funny. <laughs> Guys, what? Oh, I just can't believe people were friends with me. Like, it's so gross. In your defense, when I I knew you at this time, and you didn't speak like that to me. Not that I, I didn't say, Katie, unto us all, I have a question for you. You come up to me, tap me on the shoulder. Katie, wow, the church is true. <laughs> I must bring this knowledge unto them all, Katie, including oh, you. <laughs> unto you, I bring this knowledge. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, it's so interesting from you reading those those entries. I feel like, like, 90% of the content was about, like, the gospel or Heavenly Father or the church, right? Like, yeah, you only got little snippets about maybe how you were feeling or about what you were doing with your life, just like a couple sentences here and there. But then the rest was completely centered around the church. And I think that's super common. I know that's how my journals used to be when I was growing up, too. But yeah, crazy how much that it it envelops your mind and your whole entire existence is that it's it's just that and this entire notion of personal revelation I find it I mean again I could do multiple episodes on this because it was always such a struggle for me because I knew that you were supposed to ponder and pray and get confirmation but I'm a very I'm a Gemini I'm a very fickle person like it's so difficult for me to make a decision And it was so, it was really a struggle for me because I would make a decision and I would second guess it every time and be like, did God say that was the right decision? Oh shit, I don't know. Like, what if it's (laughs) not? And I make the wrong decision and then I fuck up my whole life and I don't meet my eternal companion and I don't have kids Mm -hmm. and I don't get married in the temple. And like, that was like my thought process for any decision in my life, basically. Like, it was insane. And so, I mean, you, you heard it in my journal entries. Like, everything is, like, based on this idea of personal revelation and completely depending on on God or the Holy Ghost to tell me what to do with my life. Like, I was incapable of making my own decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure on you, too. Like, and I feel like the Mormons that I know anyways, <clears throat> at least a lot of them, the majority of them. That's how they make their decisions. And they'll even kind of proudly talk about it in public. Like, well, I'm not quite sure if I want to do this or this. Like, I guess in in relation to some big, important life change, like a job or school or moving. And they'll proudly proclaim, like, I'm going to pray and fast. And then I'll receive personal revelation from God. Instead of, like like you said, taking control. And weighing yeah. out the pros and cons, logically thinking it out, and then like take your feelings into consideration, but all, but give yourself that power instead of constantly thinking that you have to get this approval from the Holy Ghost or God or whatever, because all yeah. that's doing, it's just your feelings that you're basing <laughs> everything on then at that point. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so it's true. It's I, crazy. It's cray cray. But I also want to say, on our last note, because the spirit <laughs> has touched me, and I feel inclined to say this, we do have exciting news that Katie is going to Europe soon. I 
them. <laughs> so that means, guys, I will be seeing Katie for the first time in over 10 years. This is, is so crazy. Nina. We're going to be seeing each other in person for the first time. Yeah. In yeah, it I has to been, been over 10 years, years, right? I think yeah. the last time I saw you was... I can't remember. I want to say I when I turned 21, either. right? At my birthday? Yeah, I think so. So, Oh, no, years. that's a lie. I think I was 23. Oh, so maybe okay. eight years? Uh, eight years? Oh, eight Still. years. Let's yeah. When this episode is published, I'll actually be in Europe. And I think it'll be, I don't know if it's, I think it's the next week after that I'll be seeing you. And so... <gasps> Listeners, we're going to try, I think we'll try to maybe record, like, a little video or take some pictures together. Um, We probably won't record a full-length episode because I'm not there for that long, but I'm so excited. Yeah, we won't do that. Yeah. I'm so excited. Katie's going to be in Berlin. It's going to be amazing. We'll take lots of photos, maybe do a little quick video to send to you guys on Instagram or YouTube if we make a video or an account. Well, we have an account, but... Um, so, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, that's it. That's all the thoughts I have. The spirit has left me. So The spirit left you. That was that was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing your cringy Mormon journal entries. We loved it. Of course. <laughs> I'm looking forward to sharing many, many more. It's, it's uh, I feel like it's a... Um, a repented, like I'm, I'm repenting of my Mormon sins by confessing <laughs> these things. Yeah, you're purging it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, listeners, um, if you don't already, go follow us on Instagram. You probably already do. And if you want to write to us, it's not so Molly Mormon podcast at gmail.com. And our Patreon account is patreon.com slash not so Molly Mormon. Boom, Katie just handled that business so good. (laughs) Wanted to let y'all know. Um, (laughs) And I think that's it. I think we'll be taking, after this episode, we'll be taking a week off, but then we'll be back to the regularly scheduled episodes after that. Yeah, so be on the lookout. Yeah, we will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.